Yo, yo, welcome back to another episode of Knowledge Under the Influence. I'm your host, Martez. Go ahead and follow me on Instagram, Martez underscore for show. That's F-A-S-H-O. Man, I've been doing a lot of a lot of local artists from Detroit, and uh, I've really been finding like some up-and-coming up talent, and uh, it's, it's really been, been huge, a huge success for me. I mean, this is kind of like one of my smaller projects that I'm working on, just creating you know moments and sharing experiences with people who are up and coming in Detroit um whether they do music photography um just to kind of grind and, and, and sh- you know what I'm saying share our experience growing together because this is the beginning stage for me today man I got a guest in the building uh I got a man's Trav um Trav in the building man Trav what's up what's going on man thanks for having me oh yeah man no problem no problem man I um I really appreciate you coming out bro it's uh New year, man. You uh, you set any new uh, New Year's resolutions? Yeah, uh, the resolutions. I've never been a New Year's resolutions person, uh-huh. per se, but always new goals. Yeah, I, I guess I'll say this is a year of action. Yeah, a year of healing and learning, yeah, yeah. growing. No, no, for real. Like uh, healing, healing and growing is, is important. Like we'll never be able to grow if if we're not, you know what I'm saying, going through that healing process. And, and we've all been through stuff, whether it be from, you know what I'm saying, family issues that we got to heal, you know what I'm saying, being in past relationships or just where we just fucked up and bumped our head. Like, that's crucial. Like, I think you're the first person that said, I didn't ask that question to a couple people doing my <laughs> interview for real. And ain't nobody said, you know what I'm saying, this is the year, you know what I'm saying, I'm, 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 I don't have a resolution, but I definitely want to go through that, that healing and that growing process. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. A lot, you know what I'm saying, you got to go through it to get through it. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's huge. So, it, I mean, I didn't, I didn't really set no resolution. I mean, I, one thing a lot of people always stress about is health and and being in the gym. But you know, what I'm saying that should be that should be all the time. You should always want to take care of your body. You know, what I'm saying because it's if you're not good to your body, it won't be good to you. Body so, temple, man, for yeah, sure. So yeah. you know, I I didn't I didn't really set any goals. I mean, to get more content and just kind of put myself ahead of the game versus trying to scramble and find content and, and interviews at the last minute. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Just put myself up like eight interviews. That way give me two months to be like, <laughs> yeah, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'm good. Versus like, damn, I got to find somebody to be on the show. Yeah. Um, you know what I'm saying? Right now, who is, who is Trav? You know what I'm saying? Who is Trav and, and how old are you? You say how old am I? Yeah. Oh, I'm 29. 29. Yeah. Um, Trav. Who is Trav? Yeah. Man, Trav nah. is 2019 Trav. Yeah. 2019 Trav. Trav is Trav. Trav is a hero. Trav is a villain. Mm-hmm. He's uh, Trav is growing and learning. Mm-hmm. Uh, Trav is passionate. Yeah. Trav is doubtful. Ooh. Trav is um, transparent. Okay. Um. Most most importantly though, Trav is relentless, resilient. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and just no Trav will never stop. Yeah, man. That, that it, that's like when you when you coming up, you know, resilience is it, is key to 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 getting through all the stuff you go through. You have to be resilient. You got to be able to get knocked down and get back up. Yeah, like a lot of people. You know what I'm saying? One of my, my, my last show, I was talking to somebody and they was just talking about failure. And when somebody fail, it's like, that's it. They don't know what else to do, but they don't have the resilience to keep going and push through whatever circumstance they're going through. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah, I mean, that's just like, that's like the toughest thing. It's mm-hmm. like, you know that you can't win every battle, but you know that you have to fight right. to get through those battles. And that's the thing. And you cannot give up and can't hide from it. Yeah. You can't hide from the world when things don't go your way. Yeah. You know? So and a lot of people do that. When you was uh when you was growing up, where where'd you grow up, matter of fact? I actually grew up like down river, uh, E course. Okay. I would say E course because I grew up in E course River Roots and You was a river rat? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean when I was, yeah, that's like more my super young days. Yeah, like yeah. I really I would pretty much say E course. Okay. That was like my middle school, elementary school, high school. Damn, when you when you was growing up, like what did you aspire to be? Man, I really love like sports so much. Uh-huh. I love football. I used to like love football. I wanted yeah. to be a football player. Really? Yeah. What happened? Why you think you stopped or what? what? I had asthma, man. <laughs> I can ne- what? Yeah, I can never even pass a physical. Like once I got to high school, it was it was so bad. They ain't had the medication they had now, but right. They don't yeah. have a. They. I mean, 
They probably, they they probably got some athletes that 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 are. But I mean, that's tough. I mean, you fucking have an asthma attack. That ain't no joke. I've seen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Somebody on that breathing that treatment machine. I mean, that that shit is no joke. Like that shit is. Not they no get joke. that shortness of breath and they weeding, <laughs> and it's like you want to breathe for them. It's like I'm trying to catch my breath for you. Like it's. Man, it's like the most natural thing to do on earth is to breathe. You don't yeah. even got to think about it. It's like, yeah. imagine not being able to do that shit. Yeah. That shit is crazy. Like, Wh- yeah, which is, which is, <laughs> which is that's insane. I mean, I, like I said, I got a couple of family members that are, uh, that have asthma, but, um, yeah, I couldn't imagine shit. I I know when I get tired and 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 just doing the workout, and I'm like fatigued and I'm shortness of breath, so I can only imagine. But that's doing the activity. I can only imagine just having a <laughs> random fucking spurt where I'm just like, hey, okay, shit, here it comes. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, that, that that is insane. So you want to be a you want? Did you did you play any sports growing up, like in high school? Or? I did. I played baseball. Okay. Phenomenal. Loved it. Really? Yeah. It it, it didn't take. It wasn't as physical, um, but. Love baseball, man. Okay. Loved it. How long did you play that? A couple years. Okay. Um, started in middle school. Okay, middle school. Yeah, I was like baseball and band, so I was like on some super different shit. It wasn't like what? football hooper shit. It was like, yeah, 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 baseball and, yeah, yeah. He was a white boy. Yeah, white uh, boy. Exactly. No, I mean, ain't no, I mean, no, I always say like, you know what I'm saying, you know what I'm saying, having a child, I would put them in like those non-traditional black sports. Yeah. Like, shit, you might. You know what I'm saying? Play soccer or play hockey or shit. You might be a swimmer. Like, I mean, you do have, you have athletes that are African-American that d- do that. But nine times, like, shit, most black people don't know how to swim. Grown adults don't know how to swim now. So Yeah, that's crazy as hell, man. Yeah, so, I mean, shit, just kind of put them in a sport that's that's non-traditional. It's, bro, there's so much shit out here that we just, like, you can do. Like, yeah. yoga, yeah. fucking ballet. Yeah. Like, if I had a daughter, yeah. like... God willing, one day, like, I want to do ballet, yoga, yeah. shit like that. That's like, you ain't got to just necessarily be a, you can do it, you know, whatever your passion is. But right. There's so much shit out here, bro. Like, I feel like we just put so many be- limiting beliefs on ourselves yeah. as a but, culture. Yeah, but that's because, you know what I'm saying, it, especially one, we, we, and I just talked about this in another episode. It's like, a, it's like almost like a generational curse because it's like, we come from, a generation where okay your parents might have not did x y and z so they instill it in you that you can't do x y and z oh, or you man. won't be able to do x y and z yeah or they're not going to take the time to invest in you and put you in these after school programs and, you know what i'm saying come to your sporting events and it's crazy somebody has to break that chain yeah i i was talking to my cousin about that shit man like i think i was kind of like trying to reiterate to her that mm-hmm. it's not personal because i feel like your family they want to protect you right now some of it may be, hey, I couldn't do it, so you can't do it. But it's right. like multi protection. They want practicality, right? right? Yeah. Because they want to know that you are you gonna be secure, right? Yeah. Like you don't want to get. I guess you don't want your kids to dream like to the point that they become unrealistic. But that's not fair because it's like once you start to take somebody's spirit away and tell them what they can't do, that shit sticks with people. Like, yeah. You should never tell nobody what they can't yeah. do. Yeah. Like, but that's what, and that's what I'm saying. Like that. You know what I'm saying? You 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 come from now being the first generation to go to college. Now you done broke a barrier because it's like, okay, you had parents who mm-hmm. didn't go to college or you had family students and now you the first generation. So it's like, don't tell me what I can and can't do. Like, yeah. yeah, I'm in debt for it. But shit, now I've opened up a gateway to be like, okay, I, I now I'm telling my kids, look, Shit, I, I went to college. Shit, you don't have to, but you can do it. Shit, you set a standard, bro. Yeah. that's what it's. Hey, man, look, you set a standard, bro. Yeah. that's what it's about at the yeah. end of the day. Yeah, so that's. I mean, that's that's insane. Like you, but you never want to limit and tell your child or fam anybody, any family member, anybody in this world what they can and can't do. You always want to be positive. You can, you can, I can, I will. I will. Yep. Yeah. So I mean. That's that's huge. That's huge, man. A lot going on in 2019. A lot of people. You know what I'm saying. Entrepreneurship, that boom, that wave is is huge right now. You know what I'm saying? It's it's real big right now. What you uh, what are you most excited about, like in your life right now? Right now, definitely just this um, this music and just got my real estate license. Mm-hmm. So definitely excited about that. Like, yeah. But really, with this music, man, like just trying to like fucking bleed this motherfucker dry, bro. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, just ex- like the new partnerships and all that. Yeah. It's like the new energy. Yeah. Because I all say like with the music shit, it's just been like my last project. It's just been like, I've been like in isolation a lot. So okay. it's been like, it hasn't been a lot of energy around. Okay. 
but I've still been able to get things done. So you, now I'm excited about the energy and the team. And you've shit. isolated yourself on purpose or just like to get your mind straight or what? Yeah, yeah. I say definitely on purpose because, I mean, you know, when I, 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 um, I lived in Denver for eight years. And when I was in Denver, I did music out there when I was going to school. And, uh, Where'd you go to school at? It's uh, Metro State University of Denver. Okay. okay. And then I dropped out. So I was like, man, I want to try something like. I'm trying to do music. Try yeah. to, you know what I mean? Like yeah, just on yeah. some some nigga shit. Yeah, and like, yeah. So I got <laughs> so I got out. Did that started the label. We got we had some nice momentum going. That shit fell apart. Yeah. So I kind of was like having people tell me like, I see you as more of a businessman. You're not. I don't see you as an artist. I'm like, nigga. Before I met you, I was just a fucking artist. Like, who right. the fuck is you to tell yeah. me what I can, what I can and can't do? Right. That's just what we just talking about. Yeah. 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 So. When I started getting that kind of energy from motherfuckers, bro, I was just like, look, fuck all y'all. Yeah, I'm out. Exactly. I you, this, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't give a fuck. I was like, look, I'm out. I'm yeah. about to go do my own thing. So yeah. then I came back to Detroit, man. I just had to rebuild my life. There you go. And, uh, you know, subsequently with that, it just it was coupled with the fact that I had to, you know, be alone a lot. Yeah. Look in the fucking mirror, bro. Yeah, you know that's what, what it is. We got we got to self-reflect and kind of look in. Who am I? Who do I want to be? How do I want to get there? You know what I'm saying? Who yeah. do I need to kick out my circle to get there? Who's holding me back? What's holding me yeah, back? Yeah, exactly. Let me get out my own way. So, yeah. oftentimes we do that. Um, who influenced you, or like what influenced you to like get into music? Man, I I would say uh, so. My father used to be an artist back in the '90s, early '90s, mm-hmm. and um, so he's the first person that really like put a microphone on my hand. But I really wasn't trying to pursue that shit. Yeah, I don't know if it was because I was trying to be opposite from him yeah. or something, but I just wanted to, I didn't want to do that. You know what yeah. I mean? I was like, I want to play football and do some other shit. Yeah. But when I got like 18, I was in Colorado and I was, uh, you know, going to school and shit and I was just by myself a lot. Yeah. And I was, uh, started watching a bunch of Pac videos. I used to watch a lot of his interviews and shit. And yeah. Like, I was like, damn. I listened to his music and I was like, damn, that dude like, it's fascinating. Yeah. And then, it took you to, at 18 to realize that? 18, bro. What? Yeah, 29 now, so we think 11 years before I really started like being like, I'm going to try to write some shit. Damn. Yeah. See, Pac, man, so my sister, my sister was a huge Pac fan, like, uh. shit, uh, so she was a huge Pac fan, I mean, like, her, him and Jay-Z, and she had pictures, and she knew his songs and shit, so she, she rock a Pac a lot, and she would listen to him, and when I was coming up, I kind of, I was, I'm one of those people that was like, I'm more than I'm not surface level. Like I'm deeper than that. Like yeah. you, you I, I like to sit back, and I'm usually the quietest, loudest person in the room. And when <laughs> I say that, I mean I'm I'm literally quiet, but my presence is like yeah. known. Like you, oh, what the fuck is he doing? What is he up to? Like yeah. everybody, like so it's like. But I'm just observing. I'm watching everybody. <laughs> I'm soaking everything in. And then when I speak, everybody like, oh shit. Exactly. One, I, I didn't expect that Like yeah. yeah Or like shit I can dress You know what I'm saying Like you, you got on your Tim's I got on my Tim's Look yeah. cut up jeans yeah. Boom Hoodie on I come in Oh don't make me Articulate a conversation don't Like bust it down yeah, yeah Like you know what I'm saying So And Pac was the same way Yeah You know what I'm saying When I, I did an interview With uh, with another artist Strick uh, uh, With ASDR Music So shout out to Strick And ASDR Music I did an interview with him And he was just saying The same shit Like Pac wasn't hood. He wasn't gangster, but uh-huh. he had to be that way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? He had to be that way for people to listen to him, and yeah. that's that's real shit. Like yeah. shit. What back then? Like that 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 battle rapping and that beef and that shit was that shit was real. But you felt it and you felt real music. So yeah. Pac was doing Pac was doing that, but he was really trying to spread a positive message. Yeah, he's trying to teach. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So man. you know what I'm saying? Being 18 and and just grasping that like that's that's crazy. Yeah, because I like you know coming up in school, it was mostly like Lil Wayne. That was yeah, like when Lil Wayne was on this yeah. crazy ass run. And I had been the biggest Lil Wayne fan since he was like, since the block is hot, yeah. 500 degrees and something. Yeah. Was, I forgot this first album, 500 degrees. No, that was that was Hot Boys. Yeah, shit, I don't know. I forgot, but I was a big ass Wayne fan. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. T.I. Wayne. Like, yeah. I used to fuck with them. But then, like. Mine was Ludacris. I fucked with Ludacris. Okay, Luda, Yeah, see, and Eminem, shit like yeah, that. Yeah. But, like. That's when, that's when music was like. Yeah. Yeah, that shit was that, was, that was some real music. So, but I mean, 18. But I mean, shit. It, it it don't take I mean it takes everybody You know what I'm saying Different amount of time And shit You might listen to Pac 30 times 
and it all sound the same. But that thirty first time you listen to it, yeah. something that happened in your life, and you like, oh, changed. I yeah. did, let me let me listen to that line again. And you perceive it differently. Yeah. So exactly. so I mean, shit, that ain't. I mean, that ain't bad. Eighteen. Yes. Yeah, I mean, that's that's up there though for you to first really be like digging into somebody's shit. Right. Like, exactly. bro, I was like probably twenty when I fucking started digging into Jay Z shit. Damn. Like, yeah. But, you know, like, being so young, it was like, I couldn't really relate to none of that shit. Right, exactly. Like, yeah. Now, that shit is like, damn, that's a real life. Yeah. But, like, it's the blueprint. And the I, mean, fuck, no, I mean, no fucking pun yeah, intended. No pun intended, bro. Yeah. But, I mean, it really is a blueprint. What he trying to teach and what, what he trying to do is a message. Um, So, you said your pops did music. What type, of, what type of music did he do? He was a hip hop artist. Okay. Yeah. Hip hop. And, and you see, and I, that's crazy because I was saying, like I said in my last episode, bro, people. Don't realize how much of an influence they have on their children, like and how we doing something, and our youth are growing up and they're mimicking us, they're watching us at all times, yeah, at all times. And he was planting that seed, like shit, in your head. You like, I don't want to do that. I don't want to do that. But you know, they, you, you know what they say, bro. If you're not careful, you will become the very thing you don't aspire to be. Yep, that's crazy. And you would like, if you're not careful, bro, like shit is a thin line. Yeah. And, and it's like, that was the thing I was like, nah, I don't want to do music. I'm going to play baseball. I'm going to okay. do this and do that. Like, but you will become, if you're not careful, Yeah, you can become that shit. So, so when you was uh, first starting off music, what, what artists like, and I was saying like major artists, I kind of influenced your, your style or style. Who, what do you, who you say you take the most after? Or? Um, yeah, I would say like, <laughs> like my first it was, I would say definitely Pac because when I was listening to his shit, I was like starting to write in my rhyme schemes. It was his rhyme schemes. Yeah. And, uh, and then I would say Jay Z went through that phase with Jay. Okay. And uh, it would be those two, really the foundation. Yeah. Like, I can't even lie, bro. That's it. It's pretty cut and dry with yeah. them two. <laughs> Damn. Any, like, uh, any local artists, like, or, 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 you know what I'm saying, underground artists that when you was coming up that you kind of gravitated towards? Mm. Nah, I guess locally, man. Like, I can't really say any local artists. Like, I. Or underground. I mean, underground. They got it. Underground. Yeah. Um, that's a good question. Uh, <laughs> nah, I, I really just stuck with the guys I stuck with. Like, yeah. I guess I'd say, nah, I can't rethink really anybody underground. Nah, that's straight there. I mean, shit. I did like Lupe a lot. Yeah. Oh man, he what? Ain't, he ain't underground. Yeah. So, but. Yeah. But shit, Lupe. Once again, like when you when you group artists together, you know what I'm saying? Even let's say you can put J Cole. Wale, Lupe, B.O.B., Pac, Jay-Z, like, yeah, all of them are kind of talking about different things, but you can link all their music as education was informative, yeah. like, and it ain't always that, that street hustle music, it is, but it's not, like, it's deeper than that, yeah. they giving you their life, how they, you know what I'm saying, may overcame certain things, and it's like, damn, I, you know what I'm saying, you got people that grew up in a, a household, shit, it's seven of us, shit, we grew up and at one time we was in a three bedroom house, seven seven kids. Ah, that's yeah. a lot. It's seven kids, a single mother. Yeah, oh man. So shit, shit, you know what I'm saying? You talking about doubling up or sleeping in living rooms or shit? Wherever you fall, that's where you sleep. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Um, to to being so close to the fucking projects that I mean, shit, you might as well say you're in the project because yeah. shit, all you do is walk across the street and you're there. Yeah, shit, ain't nothing but literally a street. That separates you or three houses and the projects is like right there. Man. You know what I'm saying? So and the kid in the project might have had a shit happier, better experience than you had. You, you know, know? I, like I tell people all the time, like just cause somebody like, come from a different neighborhood or some shit, yeah. where like you like, oh, they parents were married, they had to, and you ain't got shit to complain about. It's like shit. Imagine you you living in the house with your mom and dad fucking yeah. arguing every yeah. night. Exactly. And they. Talking about divorcing, I'm mean, yeah. that shit is crazy. So yeah. like, you know, at the end of the day, yeah, a, a strong household and a two parent household, a strong two parent household. Because I mean, you can tell like when somebody is raised by two parents, and you can tell when somebody is either raised kind of by a dad or just a mother. Yeah, you can you can tell in the way they their values and their beliefs and the way they carry themselves. And, sure. and then sometimes I mean, shit, people don't become a product of the environment. They can do the opposite. Shit, so you can't even tell they so well polished and they <laughs> learned, and you like, yeah. Damn, like you grew up where? With who? Yeah. How many? What? Like, like think about like LeBron James or some shit. Like yeah. the way he carries himself. Yeah. Like, yeah. whether you a fan or not, like, you gotta be like, damn, that dude polished as fuck yeah. for somebody who came from a 
drug addicted mom who was, who was stealing and shit. But that was usually be the people who overcome and make it out like shit. They 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 grind harder because like I don't want to be in the hood. I want more for my mom. Mm. I want to do X Y and Z. I don't want to be here forever. So just like you know, what I'm saying those, those rappers you see Jeezy and yeah. Wayne and all of them, they be like shit. My mom was on this. I had to watch my mom grow up. You know, what I'm saying Meek Mill. It's like shit. They wanted yeah. they hungry. Yeah, they yeah. they be hungry as hell. So. Um, you working on you working on any projects right now? I know you. What was your uh, when did you put out your first album? Um, this, it was actually my my uh my first one was like 2015. Okay, it was called Duality, but the the, the recent one I just put out um called Doubt Doubts Enemies and Dreams. Oh, but do, okay, so Duality. What um what was like what was your message in, throughout that whole album? Yeah, that album was a lot more like structured, bro. On some shit like on some. I was back in my like I was more political. I want to say okay. I was a little more fiery on the political side. Okay, you know, in my like mid twenties, so yeah, yeah. like twenty fifteen, uh, talking a lot more about like black shit. I would yeah. say, and just yeah. like just like just more shit in general. Like just it was more structured. Yeah. I don't know. It was like I stuck to a formula. Okay, um, talking about religion and all kind of shit back then. I was yeah. just on some, just growing, trying to learn life. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> what uh, what was your favorite? Favorite track from that uh that album. album. Uh oh man, that's a good question. I'll probably say I think I had a track on there called June Seventh, because my my B Day. Okay. And then I had a track called Exodus. And why, I was like why was June seventh so important? I mean I know it's your birthday, but like why why was that like uh, I don't know. I just like the vibe with the beat. It was just laid. It was just like the vibe with the song was just laid back, cool, some sh- on some chilling shit. Like okay. we driving, listen to that shit. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then you said the other one was Exodus. It's called uh, Exodus, like the, you know the uh, book in the Bible, Exodus. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that was some pro black shit. Okay. It was just like some live pro black shit. That's really what it was. <laughs> so like yeah, that was my shit. Those two was probably my favorite too. And both of those like kind of, you kind of get that that. Do you get Is that your Is Trav Marquis Your rap name Or just Trav Like what do you go by for? Uh, like, Trav Marquis That's your rap name uh-huh. So do you, when, when somebody Listens to those two songs On that album Can they Can they kind of Figure out and feel Who the hell Trav Marquis is Yeah I would say Then who Trav was Okay Cause I It's like I feel like man I just So changeable Yeah It's like I feel like Every fucking year I feel like damn Looking back at last year can't believe I was doing that. But you, ha- but you have to. You have. If you don't do that, self reflect and look back and be like, who the fuck was I? What was I doing? And, and see how much progress you made. Yeah. You'll never grow. Because if you look back and think that you were doing, every- if you look back your last year and be like, yeah, I did everything right. I was doing good. You failed. Niggas is fucking retarded, bro. Yeah. You and you, you, uh, you watch that. You uh, watch Joe Rogan. And I love Joe Rogan. You watch him and Mike Tyson's podcast. Uh, uh, I didn't watch that. Oh man. But Joe Rogan is how I kind of got started doing this shit. I ain't even gonna lie. Joe Rogan, he's so real in his podcast. He bring. I mean, he do all types of interviews from rappers to fucking scientists to fucking Tesla. Yeah. I, I mean, uh, Elon Musk. And oh yeah. He, Tyson always, he, he and, always talking about Elon yeah, Musk. Oh, the hell they always talk about that. So. <laughs> yeah. But I mean. They, um his podcast is really 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 dope and it really kind of sparked me to start this and Joe Rogan dope man Joe Rogan dope like super dope bro he 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 real life like I mean I don't really like stand up he's not really to me he he's kind of raunchy and I don't really like that but I don't really like his stand up but he 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 he's a really uh, and uh he's real influencing like he 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 had me like I listened literally to like maybe fucking 10 podcasts one day like shit i'm talking about i mean throughout the day i mean 10 hours i mean Damn. whatever i was doing i mean shit a drive here drive there shit i might <laughs> one i mean i remember one time i had one somewhere with my cousin and shit we drove somewhere shit i had her listen to it and then we list we it was like 36 minute drive so even when we got to our destination we finished it yeah so then we drove back so then we listened to another one and then we before we got the car we finished it so i was two i was in the gym i went to two little workout sessions Two, two more like shit. I, I think I got about, I think I accumulated about ten hours. I went to the crib, and like sometimes I was just letting it play. I was just working on shit, and I was just kind of letting it play, and just kind of, you know, what I'm saying, getting it in my mind, even if I yeah. wasn't hearing every single thing. Sometimes something would like stick out to me, but it, I, Joe Rogan's dope, bro. So, um, yeah, that one with him and Tyson was crazy because like he, uh, I think Mike Tyson, bro. First of all, Mike Tyson is like the most fascinating individual yeah. in history, like. <laughs> And like I know people despise Tyson, but I'm I'm like a supporter of Mike Tyson because I feel like he's so transparent and honest, bro. Yeah, yeah. And like he's lived life so crazy, but he was talking to Joe Rogan. He was saying how 
he's so reflective on how he hated who he was in his 20s. He was like, man, he was like, I don't like to think about my boxing days. He was like, and I stopped working out. And he was like, because it, like, ignites my ego. Yeah. Like, once I get a glimpse, a glimpse in the mirror or I'm hitting the bag, I'm like, damn, I'm better than these guys. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, And he's like, he don't like that person that he was with yeah. that kind of thought process. That so, yeah. You got, you got to be humble. And it's like a lot of people, young entrepreneurs, and like I was saying earlier, we was talking about, like, black entrepreneurs and pe- people coming up. And with that whole, you know what I'm saying, crabs in the bucket, you know what I'm saying, or crabs in the barrel, however you want to look at it. It's, it's, it's so crazy that you you have you know what I'm saying all these other ethnicities working together to build one another yeah. and to help you know what I'm saying you see Arabs Arabs do it all the time oh yeah that's my brother and they might not be their brother but they everybody's their brother yeah. or they yeah that's my cousin you might go to one store and I'd be like yeah I'm about to go over to such such she's like yeah yeah I know him <laughs> they not, I mean they don't be related but in their eyes they really that that brotherhood that bond they really be on that shit and black people we be like yeah I'm number one let me beat on my chest I want to be top yeah, dog yeah bro that shit is crazy so like it, it's it's insane to me like yeah uh, that shit crazy it's like really unless you like a super bad chick mm-hmm. that or like you just like got a crazy wave going on some shit like mm-hmm. black people really ain't really about to really be fucking with you like, yeah. they really just finna look at you like you just another yeah individual that's just like. I just, it don't matter what you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, it's, yeah, we got to change insane. that. Hey, you're right. Doing, uh, doing, your, doing your music and uh, coming up, man. Like, I mean, I know you said you kind of started with the ball late, even though your pops had kind of yeah. influenced you. Like, how do you how you stay motivated, man? How you, like, stay motivated to keep going and, like, to build your craft? Mm. Yeah, that's, bro, that's like that fucking ego, bro. Mm-hmm. That's that shit I really don't like. Yeah. Nope. Uh, Shout out to Chief Key. You know what I mean? Like, listen, bro. Like, it's the ego, man. Yeah. Like, that's what keeps it. It's like the muse or some shit yeah. that keeps me dry, driven to be to want to just continue to compete because yeah. it ain't shit but it's sports and a sport or, or competition. It's a sport for real. Yeah, it's it's all it is, and it's like I, I think with all through all of the experiences that I've had and like the doubt and the the things that I've like had to deal with with this shit. It just drives me when I hear people like say, "Oh." You shouldn't be doing this. You should be doing this. Or like, mm-hmm. when I know the people are like intentionally trying to overlook me or trying yeah. to, you know. they're trying to bring you down because their yeah. lack of their lack of success yeah. or their 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 their, feel, their failure or their fear to do something, they see you doing something. It's like, yeah, you can't do this. You ain't gonna. Do, you shouldn't do this. You should try this. Yeah, yeah. So it's like telling Kanye, like when niggas told Kanye, he shouldn't. He should only make beats. And then when he started rapping, you should only rap. And then when he started clothes. Then and now, you know what I'm saying? You yeah. should stick to rap. You know what I'm saying? Like, and a fuck? lot of people don't even know that Kanye was kind of behind the scenes making beats for people. Like, he made some beats and did some shit with Common. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people don't know yeah. that that he really didn't put a couple people on and then they didn't use, you know what I'm saying? A lot of his shit that he, didn't, that he was already producing before he started rapping. Man, he was producing crazy. before he started rapping. A lot of people don't know that shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They see, you know what I'm saying? He came out. And and hit the rap game hard and was going hard, but it's like he was he was musically inclined. He was built for this built shit. Built for that shit, man. He was built for it. And so. niggas is like just niggas is so narrow minded in their vision. They got mm-hmm. a cap on their shit. That's yep. what they want. <clears throat> That's the one thing. It's like about the so called black people, bro. Like the cap that we put on ourselves because yeah. we allow like the media to tell us all these things are gonna stop us from being better than we can be. Yep. You know what I mean, like. Man, you got access to everything just like everybody else. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? And at the, at the same time, you got to take advantage of your own opportunities. And right. you got to see, when you look in the mirror, know that you, what you can do. Yeah. Fuck with somebody else saying you can right. or can't do. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That, no, you, you, no, I agree. That that shit is, that shit is, that, that shit is, you and you got to use that as motivation to, to keep going and keep doing what you got to do. I told do. you some of the shit motherfuckers told me, like, this from girls I dated Like Why you getting Why why you dating a girl That pretty Or What Bro This is coming from like And it, I, and I don't even take it personal I just be like What the fuck that supposed to mean Like why you should, Yeah like You should Stop worrying about this Or you know You should just settle for this It's like when somebody Because they settled in their life Yeah They yeah. ain't penetrate this motherfucker Like they could have yeah, You know yeah, what I'm saying yeah. They want to be like <laughs> You talking about penetrate Now for real though <laughs> Like it's like You ain't penetrate this shit Like to the point that you know You just like yeah. Exhausted yourself Yeah It's like Nigga, all I need is access to the same shit, and exactly. I can do the same shit a motherfucking doing. You know what Period, I'm saying? Yep. The girls, fucking cars, everything. Yeah. Uh, that's the material shit. I'm talking about just like education, anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? So like, yeah, crazy. 
No, nah, that's <laughs> crazy, bro. That's insane. <laughs> you uh, you've been so you've been doing this rap shit, and uh, what's like when I mean, because a lot of people do shit. And like I said, we I always speak about fear, because fear is one of those things that kind of hold people back and and kind of stop people from getting to their maximum potential. Like, what's like one of your biggest fears with this rap shit, or like your 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 rap career? Like, what do you think influences that fear? Yeah, I got this song called Protection on the, the album Doubts, Enemies, and Dreams. Now mm-hmm. available on Spotify. Oh, yeah. All music streaming services. Um, I think I say in one, <clears throat> in one of the lines, it's like my fear, uh, my fear of failure. I forgot something like my fear of failure and um, stopping and shit like that. Like, I have a fear of failure, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? I have, but it's just a fear of success, you know okay. what I mean? So, like, the oh, thing, okay. my biggest fear is like shit, the fact that. I know I could do more, but I'm I'm afraid of the fucking possibilities of doing more because oh, like it's more shit. pressure with that shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like, damn, I I gotta actually continue to fucking expose myself. Yep. You know what I mean? Because it's it's gonna be more work. So it's like more fucking work. The, the more you grind, the the more exposed exposure you get, the harder you gonna work. The more content, the more consistent you have to be. Yes. People gonna start looking forward. Okay, damn, where where's your next album? What's your next yeah. project? What are you working on? Nigga, am I built for that pressure? Nigga, okay. am I built for that darkness to be alone? Like, yeah. to be like, nah, I gotta like really just be by myself for fucking months and yeah. and, and, and like travel and do shit and potentially not have the support. And am I strong enough to deal with people not supporting me and being a, being hurt and not taking? You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. all those things, bro. Like that Damn. shit is that, for me. That shit is real. You know what I mean? Damn, and that, that's crazy. When you be able to face your fears and when you be able to acknowledge them and point them out, when they when they a lot of people say <clears> like <throat> you know what I'm saying, yo yo yo. When you acknowledge your fears and and make your your weaknesses your strengths, like that's huge. I I mean I ain't never heard, I ain't never heard that that that's I I gotta give it to you to even acknowledge that and be like you know what I'm saying. To say this is what your real fear, real yeah. fear, your your fear of growth. Yeah, man, Hell that's yeah. insane. Versus Bro, just having, I mean, fear, just having fear, fear of failure is one thing, yeah. but the fear of actually growing and actually making a name for yourself and actually becoming bigger is fucking crazy. Yeah, and it's, it's called niggas self sabotage. You self self sabotage. Yeah. Like you, I swear, like the Most High will give you what you want if you really believe in it. You ask for it. And then when you get it, do you know what to do with that shit? Exactly. You know what I'm saying? You get that shit and then you like fumble that motherfucker. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like that just show you everything about you right yeah. there. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And like, there's nobody better to show you that than a woman. Like you get, you say like niggas think they gonna get the girl they want, and they like gonna be set. Like yeah. damn, like, if I just get this bitch, like she bad, bro. I'm gonna be happy. like, nah. Like you gonna get her, and then you gonna have sex with her sixty times, yeah. and then. You're gonna be looking at another chick. Yeah. Ain't gonna get tired of her like complaining. Yep. And it's gonna be same and it's the same shit when it comes to your your fucking purpose, bro. Like yeah. your purpose is like you feel good once you drop the album. It's like, damn, I good, good release party, good show. Yeah, yeah. Nigga, now you gotta do another show, nigga. Yep. Like it's not it's, it's not done, bro. You know what I mean? Like it, mm-hmm. it's never fucking done. And uh the demand is there. Now you gotta be like now you don't really believe that you as good as you like, can I really yeah. keep supplying this demand? Like, am I really this good? Like Damn. Will my next shit just be fucking garbage as fuck? And yeah. then like, oh, this nigga just he was a one hit one you know what I'm saying? Like so Damn. Yeah. But the fact that you, you know what I'm saying, got that in the back of your head and the fact that you are acknowledging that could be a strength for you because a lot of people they don't even realize because once they, like you said, once they get it, they fumble it because they never thought about it. They're like, damn, I never thought I'd be this big. Yeah. So it's like, damn, you understand that the possibility for you to get there is there. It's like, there, yeah. it's right, it's there. You know what I'm saying? You know what your talent is. You know how talented you are and you know you can make it to there. But if you don't even recognize that you can get there, you're going to fail because then when they get to hell, like, I, nev- I never thought I was going to be this big. I just put out some bullshit. I ain't know people was going to vibe to my music. <laughs> yeah, and then they could get $3 million and fucking fuck it off. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And like, then that's how they become one-hit wonders. And then <laughs> you never hit. And you're like, damn, what happened? Whatever happened to him? He, he still rap. Or now they doing millennial tours. No no, no shade. But, you know well, hey, but look, it's like, it's like that's why you got to have that understanding of who you are. And yeah. so you don't become a self-sabotaging person yeah. because like, I've had those behaviors, right? And mm-hmm. like, I'm like, man, I gotta fix this shit because yeah. like, if I don't take care of myself, I'm gonna be fucked. I'm gonna, I ain't gonna be able to achieve what I want in right. my life. You know what I mean? Because yeah. I'm gonna be like, when I get it, I ain't gonna think I deserve it. Yeah. And that's just like you get a guilt from having shit. You yeah. Know? And yeah, that's that's deep. What um? So you working on a, you working on a new project or your your most recent project that came out? You said it was called uh. 
what's it called? Uh, Doubts, enemies, and dreams. Doubts, enemies, and dreams. Yeah. What about what What about that? Like, how did how did that album come about? Yeah, that came like post uh, me living in Denver and kind of falling out with the team I had, and like you know I've patched things up with a couple you know a couple people, but mm-hmm. it was still a lot of resentment and shit on my end. Like, <clears throat> and uh, not toward individuals in particular, but mm-hmm. just toward the fact that like I, I felt like. I was people were down with me, but but I was down with myself. That's the only okay. way it could have affected me. Yeah, I was really yeah. down with myself, yeah. uh, and I felt like over that time I had made some some enemies. But that's only because I had an enemy inside myself. Exactly. And it was like the dreams is like, oh, but I still want to do this. You know what I mean? So mm-hmm. that's what I came. Damn. What uh? What's your favorite track on that song? On that uh, album? On, on the album, uh, I think the most popular track is called Forever Mood. Okay. And uh, like M O O D or M O O D T. Oh, M O O D. Because they probably be like mood. Yeah, f- yeah, Forever Mood is like the most popular track on there. Uh, okay. My favorite track is probably, I'm always going to go opposite of niggas, bro. Like, okay. I'd probably say Resilience or some shit. I don't know. I like them all. <laughs> and what, uh, what, uh, like, if, if somebody was listening, like, which one could they, which track could they, like, hit really hear the growth that, like, defines who Trav is? Trav yeah, Marquis for, is Forever more. Mood for sure. Okay. Yeah, that's my okay. favorite one. Yeah. And what what is that depicting? Like, what is the, the main message in there? It's just really just like, just talking shit, like talking shit, but like in the, I don't know. This is like the mood I was in. You know what I mean? Like, okay. Like, like I'm not to be fucked with type mood. Okay. You know, Damn. That was that. It was that that type of shit. Damn. <laughs> All right. So you didn't find your craft. And now you you got a little, yeah. You got a little, little music to back it. So now you can talk a little shit. Yeah. What the what the young boys say? I'm I'm in my bag or some yeah. shit. Like, he's in his bag. Yeah. That, yeah. that type shit. Damn. <laughs> When uh you work you working on any collabs with anybody in the city now or anybody uh any other artists? Um, yeah, probably coming soon, but nobody in particular. But because I you know I haven't really circulated like the uh the, the hip hop scene in Detroit. I've been so like fucking focused on my my own shit, bro. Like I haven't even made room for collaborations. Yeah. Like even on that album, it's just like ten songs with just me and then one with a collaboration. Okay. And uh, it's like come going forward though, yeah. Well, I mean, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta, you know what I'm saying? Get comfortable, feel comfortable with yourself before you can collab with it. You gotta find your sound. You gotta perfect your craft before you can collab with somebody. Because the collaboration ain't gonna be good if you don't, if you ain't even perfect your craft, you ain't found your sound, or if you, yeah. you know what I'm saying? You can't even vibe with yourself. How you gonna vibe with somebody else? Yeah, exactly, so bro. Sometimes you gotta tell your story and get your side of the story out, yeah. and before you could. Enter somebody else's story and kind of collab with them. That sounds like a fucking relationship, right? Uh, yeah, I mean, it's like you know what I'm saying. Like it's like the code. Like nigga, you got to be happy with your life exactly. first, and then you can go to be with somebody so it can be healthy. Exactly, it's the same shit with like collaborating on the song. It's exactly. like if you feel like you have artists, you gonna be trying to look for artists to carry you on their wave and shit. Exactly. So so a lot, and you do that because it's like okay, shit. I know this artist popping. They straight shit. Let me try to ride their wave. But it's like create your own wave. Yeah, create exactly. your own fucking wave. Like don't it don't always try to ride somebody's fucking wave. Like create your own wave and then shit. You know what I'm saying? Get with somebody and make bigger waves. But don't don't try to ride somebody else's <laughs> yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly, bro. So I mean, that, a lot of people don't understand that either, but. So, like I said, I like to talk. To, I, I talk about the youth a lot, and I always like the youth is up next, and and it's important that we influence them and and, and mold and shape them. Like, how, how do you plan on like influencing the, the youth, or like like with your music? Like, what what message are you trying to give to like the generations up under you? Yeah, um, man, that's a really good question. The the number one is that music is so powerful. The words mm-hmm. are so powerful. Mm-hmm. Like there's like you, the youth is so impressionable, man. And I always believe in keeping integrity in the craft. Number one. Mm-hmm. So I believe in bars. I believe in actual skill. You yeah. know what I mean. I yeah. believe in actually being able to stand out. So and with that, for the youth, I feel like look, always chase, always believe in yourself. Yeah. And that's what I'm trying to push. Like, always believe in yourself, even if nobody else will, because you, you can't depend on nobody but yourself. Yeah, for real. Friends, family. Fr- friends, family. Shit. You know, like, just got to always believe that you can be the one that's going to stand out. It's crazy, too, because it's like, you, you, yo, like I was telling you earlier, like, yo, your friends and your family usually have the most doubt in you because they lack 
they don't they lack the vision. They don't see where you want to take your your craft. You know what I'm saying? If they're not a creative, they don't understand what you're doing and what you want to do. And so they they they, they the close people to you hurt you because they they doubt you and they be oh, like, yeah. "What are you doing that for? Why don't you do this? You should <laughs> try this." It's like it's crazy. You know, just support <laughs> what I'm doing. It's crazy. Just support. I mean, shit. This is what if you if you want to do some shit, you do it. But this is not no. This is not the sound that I want to put out. This is not the image I want to put out. This yeah. is not the message I'm trying to. It's crazy. It's crazy. Man. So. It, it, I mean, it doesn't make sense to me, but we always got to like, that's a question that I'll forever and always ask every person that I ever interview, because the, what are you doing for the youth? What are you going to do for the youth? Because yeah. they up next. Like, oftentimes we don't sit down and, and and I say this a lot. We do not ask our youth, what do you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be? What do you aspire to be? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I believe in, uh, I think I believe like me and one of them, uh, somebody brought up to me the other day, they wanted me to help possibly like. Start a writing foundation. Yeah, foundation. Yeah, um, and I, I, I would like to start a foundation for sure for the youth called uh, Dreams Over Doubts. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, and like um, it, you know, like, the NTL album, huh? yeah. I mean, well, yeah, because like it, it would help with the literacy and stuff like that, and how important reading is, how important writing is, learning is. Yeah, and teach you how to write in different ways. And uh, I'm a writer, you know what I mean? Yeah, it may be abstract, but I'm a writer at the end of the day. Yeah, uh, metaphors and how you. Uh, uh, all that kind of shit, you know yeah. what I mean? No, so, but you you gotta you gotta you gotta back the youth. You gotta, you know, what I'm saying, influence them and, and, and let them know that they really can be what they want to be. And it's crazy, like you hear about, oh yeah, you can be the president of the United States. I'm not knocking the fact that we had a black <laughs> president that Barack was black, yeah. but I'm saying let me see a nigga in there. Let me see a <laughs> nigga. I mean, you can have. There's some niggas out here that's like educated niggas, like yeah. niggas educated yeah. street niggas, like. You know what I'm saying? Barack, he, he, I, I want a nigga. Get, put a real nigga in there. But, I mean, Barack a real nigga, but still. Let me ask you this. What, what, you, think, what you think about uh, politics and, like, involvement? Would you like to see a black pres- another black president? Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, to have, what, 40-something, 47, 8 white yeah. presidents, whatever. Yeah. To have that many white presidents, um... Even to have a woman president, I'm not against that. Right, right. Because I honestly believe that, I mean, this country would be rare with some attitude in a couple, you know what I'm saying? Oh, man. You unanswered phone it. calls. You better watch it. But <laughs> a woman, bro, a woman, uh, to have a woman run this country, one, shit just gonna be organized. It's just gonna be organized. Women are usually more organized. Um, they do, and I'm saying this light as possible, they do react with emotion versus logic you know what i'm saying they really react with emotion mm. and not logic you know? men we're logical it's like yeah. okay that this, this is why i did this and this is why it makes sense <laughs> but they act out of emotion and most time you know what i'm saying just like just jumping off topic somebody you know what i'm saying men when men cheat which is i'm not justifying it you, you ain't shit you ain't shit yeah, but bro. when you when you when you um when men like men don't cheat yeah right. <laughs> when, when you cheat when me and cheat, we not we not we cheating, and it's like shit. I didn't I didn't like this bitch. I trying to get a nut off, bro. Yeah, I didn't care about her. It yeah. was just some bullshit. Like women who cheat, and it's like you emotionally attached. Like you actually you you emotionally connected with this motherfucker. Like you have something with this nigga. I don't like I don't this Jeez. bitch. I don't care about this yeah, bitch. Man. Like you know what I'm saying? Shit. Yeah, hey, that's because man, look, women, bro, they 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 can hurt you, man. Yeah, so many ways. Like, because yeah. a woman just God just gave him inheritance, he gave him the understanding of how to test men you yeah. know what i mean i'm like they find your weak spot yeah and you show that shit and that's and yeah and that's exactly yep and my well, my uncle um my uncle he always told he told me like don't ever don't ever believe that you got a woman where you want her at like don't ever believe on, that man. don't hey, she, no. it don't matter how you might think shit you got it right where you, but don't ever believe nah, you can't this the shit never fucking stops bro yeah. like it's a roadie not a stop. Like yeah, shit don't yeah, never stop. Yeah. Like for real. For like real. especially when women, cause it's like niggas get their girl and they get some in house pussy. They get you know they get a little cutie mm-hmm. and get complacent. And mm-hmm. I'm t- like all it is, bro. Like a woman is just a representation of everything you represent, bro. Exactly. That's why I like the woman you with represents you, and vice versa. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And niggas get that that girl and they think they got her. Like I'm good. I got this chick mm-hmm. and this and that. But then they stop taking her out. Stop trying to show her mm-hmm. the shit that they showed her at first. And, and then, then some other nigga come in. Some other nigga come in a little more charming, bro. Yeah, it's over. And it might, he might have the same intentions to pop her. Bop her yeah. with it. Like shit. That's the game. The it's game the don't game, change, bro. Yeah, the game man. don't change. Um, man, what do you uh, what do you see like uh, with your rap, with your rap career? Like, what do you see your career in like five years? Like, how, 
What you see Trav Marquis doing? Yeah, crazy thing, bro. Like, shit, about a year ago, I'm only, I was like about to be retiring and shit. But somebody really talked me into putting out another project. Mm-hmm. I ain't gonna say retiring like I was fucking Jay Z. <laughs> 13 just, hours. Just, in. Just pop. <laughs> yeah, but like. I was gonna put the pit down. Yeah, I was gonna. Yeah, but I was like, fuck it. I'm about to just focus on this other shit. I don't And I'm like, cool. I got other interests. But um, I don't know. Five years? Man, I didn't even think I'd be here this year. Okay. Based last January, I was like, shit. I was like, nah, I'm good. But yeah. I got some good things going five years from now. I don't know. I never wanted to be that guy that was like in his thirties, like trying to doing shit. But you, I don't know, bro. Like, yeah. I just want to be like I'm still getting better. Yeah, my okay. life experience is still expanding so much. Yeah, shit, five years from now, I just want to be like fucking, I don't know, bro. Just doing whatever, like yeah. just making, like being. I want people to learn. My thing is, my purpose on this earth, bro, is like for people to be able to learn through me trans, through my transparency. Okay, you know what I'm saying? To okay. see me and to be able to understand that shit, like. It's okay to talk about this. It's okay to yeah. do this and like yeah. learn from this, and I, I that's my purpose through my music. Yeah, and that's my purpose through everything. You know what I'm saying? To be transparent, be honest, be real, be genuine. So five years from now, hopefully, motherfuckers is damn. He came up. Yeah, that's all I can hope. And I, and I like I like that you say you know what I'm saying. Learn th- through your transparency. I mean, we damn near about to wrap up, but I do. Um, I did want to touch on because I I know that you have put. I don't know if I think you did like a photo shoot or an interview uh-huh. and you were just kind of, you know what I'm saying, speaking on like your mom and how how old she was when she had you. And you kind of put that little snippet on there. I don't know if that was an interview you did or a yeah. photo shoot. That yeah. was an interview. Yeah, like interview, yeah. Okay, okay. And uh, so, I mean, so you you were talking about like your, your mom having you at a young age and whatnot. Like, how do you think that like shaped and, and molded you into kind of who you are or who you became growing up? Yeah, my mom had me at 19, so uh, I think at that time, man, I'm just thinking, I'm 29. That's a, I can, could only imagine at 19, you having another life to take care of. Yeah. So I think for me, the greatest gift my mom ever gave me, and I tell her this, is that she was always very realistic with me. Okay. She was never like the type of mother that would be like, you're just the greatest. Like, the sun rises and falls on your black ass. You know what I mean? <laughs> she was always like, look, this is the facts. Like, you're kind of short. <laughs> you ain't the tallest So you're gonna have to be better You know what I mean Like yeah. you ain't And then like Because she had it so young She was figuring herself out Throughout yeah. those years yeah. 20, 25 24, yeah. 25 She got two kids And she yeah. was like A lot of our clothes Came from the thrift store Yeah Mission food So she taught me Inherently like It's not about what's on the outside It's mm-hmm. about what's on it. It's on the inside yeah. As long as your shit clean It's about what's on the inside You yeah. know what I mean And uh she taught me to be grateful and like it shaped me into who I am because I'm not yeah. materialistic okay. in any way. But I like nice shit, you know what right, I'm saying? Yeah, but like yeah. my mom never, you know, brought that to us. And she yeah. always told me just how to be resilient, man. And she, that I can, we can get over anything and just, you know, seeing how she carried herself. Yeah. She got over a lot of shit that she didn't have. She yeah. ain't know what she was doing, you know yeah. what I mean? So, man, it's crazy. It, it, it's, man, shout out to any uh, single mothers because. Women, women are strong. Women, are, women are a lot. Women probably, I mean, there are probably some women that are stronger than men if they body build or something, or just a <laughs> big bitch. But I mean, women, women are strong. I mean, women, men, we can't endure the same pain physically. Em- I mean, emotionally, that a woman can. Like, we can't take this shit. Like when Tank, when Tank said this line, um. See, man, we can't we can't stand another nigga please not one basically when he Sheesh. said that. Nigga, I felt that shit emotional. Oh, man. Just, I, the, just the thought of your chick entertaining, laughing with another nigga. Like, you it, like, it what be, the what, fuck? What the fuck, is, what the fuck <laughs> is you laughing for? What the fuck is a share the joke? Fuck so funny, bitch. I mean, <laughs> I mean you could even, I mean, even, I mean, we, it, shit, it could be just uh, just a laugh. And it's like, what, that? oh, that nigga, that funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That nigga, that, let, let, tell me the joke. I yeah, exactly. I want to laugh like, I want to laugh like you. So women women are strong, man. Shout out to women. Shout out to all the single mothers out there, man, doing their thing, man. Keep grinding. Um, keep instilling, you know what I'm saying, good things and and your children, man. It's important that you you be strong for them. Don't always teach me you don't need nobody because, you know what I'm saying, especially not, not, not the young women because that's not true. That's no, we need a family. We need a foundation. Yeah, we need a mom yeah. and a dad. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole other conversation, but for real, for real, for real. Um, man, um, just wrapping up the episode, man. I definitely appreciate you coming out, bro. Cause it's 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 crazy, like shit. Just to be able to 
hit somebody up on social media and social media made it so easy and be like, yeah, cool. Boom, boom, boom. What's your number? Let's connect. Boom. We here now yeah. doing the whole goddamn interview. So, yeah. you know what I'm saying? I definitely appreciate you, man. What, um, if people was to, to try to find your music, where could they find your music? Yeah, you can find everything on all streaming services. Um, the, la- the latest album, Doubts, Enemies, and Dreams, on all streaming services is on YouTube. Um, it's under Trav Marquee or Doubts, Enemies, and Dreams. Mm-hmm. So Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, Google Play, fucking iTunes, <laughs> fucking nigga YouTube, <laughs> fucking bro, everywhere. Like, where, where can they find you on uh, on social media? Uh, Trav Marquee on Instagram, um, Facebook Trav Marquee, uh, Twitter Trav Marquee. God damn. So like yeah, you just really became that. That's really you. you <laughs> for Trav Marquee, man. <laughs> man, shout out Trav Marquee, man. Especially shout out to uh, Courtney, who uh, who actually kind of kind of almost kind of put this together. She uh, she kind of told me about Trav and. Um, went on this page on Instagram and instantly just was like, just the transparency for real, like just putting this little a snippet of his story out there, and I was like, damn. And and I mean, honestly, I haven't even I I just got the album. He just sent me the album like right before the interview started. But man, I didn't I didn't have to listen to the album to know you know what I'm saying that this brother has something good to say or you know what I'm saying had a message that needed to be heard. Um, or that that he was really grinding. I just like I said that transparency when I went on it, um, Instagram and seen the shit. And I'm like, the two little the little snippets of how you got into rap and you know what I'm saying your mother had you at the age of 19 and how you kind of grew into how you were and all that. like to put that out there. A lot of people don't want to put that shit out there and 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 say how they was conceived or how young their mama was or how many kids she got. I say it all the time. Like, my mama. Had us when she was young, it's seven of us, nigga. What's up? We all can fight. Yeah, we yeah. all throw them bitches. So yeah, you know, it's, you know, social media is all about in, uh, Ferraris and yeah, niggas it was money stacks and all that shit. You yeah, know? so yeah, I mean, real life though. That that transparency and and that is good for exposure and to, to for people to kind of understand your music better and understand you better as an artist. Um, so man, 2019 gonna be huge, man. Shout out to all the listeners, man, and and as always, man support is huge and support doesn't always have to be um giving money or you know what i'm saying listening to every single episode sometimes support could be just just to, to to share an episode that somebody somebody might need to hear maybe you don't want to hear this message and maybe the message didn't get through to you and it wasn't delivered right but i mean a simple share on your page man to go a long way and i definitely appreciate it try appreciate it man we trying to learn and grow together we all in the beginning stages of of entrepreneurship and and young creatives um so if if you listen and you enjoyed or you want this message to get you know what i'm saying out there and just share it. Just share it with somebody. Share his music. Share my podcast, Knowledge Under the Influence, because I can promise anybody that's listening, you going to hear more of me, and you going to hear more of your local artists and, and your entrepreneurs and up-and-coming um, business owners on Knowledge Under the Influence. So, man, shout-out to Trav. Shout-out to the listeners. Knowledge Under the Influence. I'm your host, Martez, man. As always, thanks for listening. Appreciate it, bro.